Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdulakim Shabazz, the program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Doing, can't complain today. All right, so you may be leaving us soon. I have no idea because you won't commit to anything. And <laughs> as such, I've got to begin to try to find some sort of replacement for you. Not that anybody could ever actually replace you. Uh, but in, in it's going to be like uh, what's one of those shows where people come in each week and it's a kind of a different person and they tonight show <laughs> wow me with their charm and charisma and I've got to pick one of the people at the end almost like a like a bachelor type of uh, dealio but uh, at the end we'll pick a a lucky winner if indeed you decide to run for mayor. So with us today, the conservative voice of the state of Indiana, Pastor Micah Beckwith. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Rob. Thanks for having me. Do I uh, give you my rose now, or <laughs> when do I when do I give that to you? <laughs> well, right now, there's really some stiff competition between you and Jim Merritt. And uh, basically, I anticipate you leaving us soon as well, because uh, you'll run for who knows what. So I've heard, I've heard Jim is thinking about running for something, too. So What is it? Can't you people just enjoy life? Yes. But that's how they enjoy life, but right for public right. office. Whoa, whoa, look, whoa, whoa, look who's talking here, Mr. Mayor. Well, I haven't run for anything. I just did the exploratory committee, sir. Thank you very much. So uh, Mike is going to be with us the next couple weeks, and we'll see if he fails spectacularly or if he uh, steps up to the plate, and we'll, uh, we'll operate from there. All right, so let's start with this poll that came out, and it was posted in a variety of different forums that essentially took a look at the U.S. Senate race. And I thought this was interesting. So Bellwether Research, Abdul, do you know these people? Are they legitimate people? Yes, that is Christine Matthews. Uh, she polled, just polled for Mitch Daniels a while back. Oh, this all makes sense now. It all comes together. I knew you would have the answer on what is going on here. So, so Bellwether Research polled... I guess this was what Republican primary voters. Yeah, I want to say they pulled like a thousand Republican primary voters. Okay, and said if the U.S. Senate race were held today, and they listed a variety of people: uh, Attorney General Todd Rokita, Jim Banks, Victoria Smarts, Trey Hollingsworth, and and then they said if if the if it were held today, who of these people would you vote for? And this does this surprise you? Rokita was atop the list at 16%, followed by Jim Banks at 14, Victoria Sparks at 12, Trey Hollingsworth at 11. Did that surprise you that that uh, Rokita's at the top of the list? Actually, the top of the list is, was unsure. Was well, it, was, yes, was, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I guess amongst the names that have decided. <laughs> was that the, was number one at, at 40%. Um, no, the, the numbers don't surprise me because to me that's probably what, what their actual you know, sort of baseline is yeah. in each particular candidate. So whether it's Todd at, you know, 16, Jim at 14, 
Victoria 12, and if the margin of error is about 3 4%, that means they're all basically statistically yeah, tied. Yeah, right, right. Beckwith, you're the kind of the conservative voice of the show uh, this week. Are you surprised Rokita is at the top of that list? Because, look, Abdul and I are totally biased, and we have our personal grudges, so you can't ask us. We can't fathom why anybody would like Rokita. Uh, you're, you're, you're sort of the... You're sort of the voice here. Are you surprised by this? No, I'm I'm not. But here's why. Because Rakita, more than anything, is a fighter. And I think that's why the conservative base likes him so much is because he's proven that he'll he'll go to blows with the crazy leftists that are out there. And he, he doesn't back down. So now, whether or not he can win a general, I think, and, and galvanize kind of the moderates or the independents, we'll see if that happens. But Or the sane. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I like I like Todd. I think he's doing a good job. I, again, as a conservative, I think what I what I appreciate about him is that he fights and he doesn't back down. He he stands up to the bully of the cancel culture and and yeah. But, most- the, but, the, but the kid in Christmas Story was a fighter too. And look at what happened to him. What was his <laughs> name? Well, did he get his tongue stuck on a, on a? No, on a bu- no, no, no. I'm talking about the bully, the kid. You know, at the end. Oh yeah, Ralphie, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a fighter too, but he just fought all the time and he didn't win. I guess a lot when he had to fight. I mean, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you be good at what you do with the fighting? And it doesn't seem like Rokita wins a whole lot as attorney general. I don't know. I mean, I think he stood up for parents' rights, and he's won some good uh, some good battles there. At least even in the maybe whether or not it's been in the courts, but at least in the public uh, the public perception, whether whether it's parents who feel like their rights have been trampled on in the schools, or or whether it's those who have uh, been fighting for vaccine freedom. Uh, you know, he's really been standing up for a lot of those people. Okay, if your banks are Sparts and you're looking at this because I haven't... By the way, Abdul, have you heard anything about Rokita even wanting to run for U.S. Senate? The last I heard uh, was during session when he said, when I was told that he told his staff he wasn't going to run for a higher office because the job of the attorney general was just so important oh. that he's needed to be there. That's the first time he's found a job that was so important he needed to be there. It, it, it reminds me of, well, I'm not going to ask her out, even though she'd say no, because i got other stuff to do. Right. So if you're Banks or Sparts, are you looking at that going, ah, we're losing to a guy who says he's not even going to run. That's uh, no, not, that great? Not, 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 not necessarily, because once again, it's early, and it's two years yeah. out from anything. And so none of these people are really on the top of mind uh, for anybody. Now, I will say this. Rakita just put out a news release uh, touting a victory uh, with, with federal contractors and, and vaccine mandates. So, that, so he may have been on this on top of line when Christine, when Christine did the poll. i got to double check and see what the dates he actually yeah. did the polling. But, no, it, it doesn't surprise me that you know, they're all low, low to middle, mid to low, mid to low double digits. Okay, and then if you're Trey Hollingsworth, then we'll get to the reason we're asking about this poll. And I knew you would know, and it made it all made sense when you told me what you told me just a minute ago. If you're Trey Hollingsworth, that's mildly optimistic, right? I mean, you're basically within striking distance, and you're a state rep from southern in, or a U.S. rep from southern Indiana. It's not like you get a lot of headlines, and you have infinite money. You're Micah. You're looking pretty good if you're Trey Hollingsworth. I should be nicer to him. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should bring him in the show. I like Trey. I think Trey's a charismatic uh, guy. I I really uh, have appreciated that he's he seems pretty level headed. But to your point. Uh, that he's in good standing right now because he can put the money in to gain that name ID all around the state. So he's got a pretty good reputation down south. He's got the money to build the reputation in the central and northern part of the state. So, yeah, he, he looks good. I wouldn't count him out. Now, uh, whether or not he wants to run, I, I, I will tell you this. We were out in Washington a few months ago, and we had Trey come in and talk to our uh, Who's Your Leadership series group that I run, and and he's talking about how Indianapolis is broken. So we we're in Washington, D.C., and he keeps going on about Indianapolis is broken. <laughs> we need to fix it. 
And so, so I, so I stop him. I said, "Hey, Trey, you know we're out here in Washington." I said, uh, uh, it, "But it seems like you're pretty focused on Indianapolis. You're going to be running for anything anytime soon." And he he chuckled and and smiled. He said, "Well, I'll keep you posted." So, uh, so it was it was kind of funny. Okay, so let me ask you, as from the conservative perspective, he voted for January sixth. The January 6th yeah, committee. Sure. He's got a big problem with that, right? I mean, whatever, whether it's governor. You see, but here, here's where I think Republicans yeah. made a mistake on the January 6th committee. I believe they should have participated, should have had members on there. They tried. That, that way they could have that way they could have cross-examined. They, they tried. tried. They tried they to put Jim, Jim Banks off the yeah, committee. Yeah, Banks and Jordan were both kicked off. But then so. again, I'd have found somebody else. <laughs> Who, like they did. Uh, Liz Cheney. They found Liz Cheney. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought you and Banks were supposed to be buddies. Now I thought he endorsed you and said you'd be the greatest mayor <laughs> since Hudnut. I thought you were you were Banks were um, were pals. Of course we are. <laughs> like, well, next you're not doing a very good job of standing up for him. Next, I mean, uh, you know my you know my rules. I don't change for anybody. Uh huh. Except, except lovely Mrs. Shabazz. Uh, can I say this about January sixth? I was listening to the hearing yesterday. That's a big problem for conservatives, it right? Is. That he voted for that. It is, and I think we should ask him about that. And I, my hunch is he's probably changed his tune after hearing every. He, a lot of these Republicans and and Trey's probably no different have bought into the lie like oh there's some big bombshell of a of of evidence that we have that trump was really doing something illegal well we found out yesterday they they came out against we got new evidence they have new evidence it was the biggest sham uh of a political witch hunt that we've ever seen in the united states and so so yeah trey's gonna have to answer for that for sure but i don't think it's something that he can't overcome if he puts the money into it yeah, what do you think, Abdul? I mean, if you're Hollingsworth, I actually look at this and think Hollingsworth is in the now. We'll get, again, we'll get to the real meat of this poll here in just a second. But just amongst the other, the the kind of more household names that you would think would be interested in running, I kind of like his position the best because when you have infinite money, you have infinite money. <laughs> That's why you like his position. The I, best I, I, no, have... here's my thing of 2023. I'm going to start hanging out with more rich people. <laughs> I've been hanging out with you guys forever, and look where it got me. Got me nowhere. Nice. Uh, no. Uh, like like I said with Hollingsworth, you got to remember, you know, Southern Indiana not running for election, so it's kind of been sort of off the off the radar screen, a uh, bit. But to come in at eleven at eleven percent, it's actually it's technically not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's get to the real part of this. By the way, it's State House Happenings. Rob Kendall, Abdullah Kim Shabazz, Micah Beckwith uh, with us as well. So this lady who did this poll, this Bellwether Research, who is she? Uh, Christina Matthews, she polled for Mitch Daniels, a big Republican pollster. Okay, so now it all makes sense because that's the first poll. That shows everybody very close. It's kind of as we expected. Then she also did a second poll in which she included Mitch Daniels. And the poll then shows Mitch Daniels overwhelmingly winning at 32%, Banks at 10, Hollingsworth at 9, Sparts at 7, Rokita at 7, and then Unsure 29%. So basically, is this a thing where like she wanted Mitch Daniels to run? And so she said, "Let's do this poll this way." Like, what? What is the premise of any of this? Uh, probably looking at it, or uh, purpose of any of this. Probably looking at it with 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 possible known contender versus an unknown contender. Because Miss Janice is still sort of. I don't think Miss Janice is running running for anything. To be brutally honest with you, but I think it shows that if he did run, if he did run, you know, his biggest competition is unsure. <laughs> well, so that was my question. Okay, you you live in the pollster world. You've had polls. You've commissioned polls. You've slanted polls you've done all the all the things with polls you pulled on yourself and you ask leading questions in those polls uh, what somebody had to pay for this right i mean like this lady's not running a soup kitchen over here somebody had to tell her to do that um pollsters also do one or two things either a you'll, you'll you'll commission a poll which is how they make their how they make their money 
or you can occasionally just sort of do one gratuitously oh. and, and put the results out. What do you think this is? Is there somebody who, because wasn't there like a Twitter account that popped up for Mitch, for people who used to be Mitch people? Like, you live in the social media world, Beck, with what? Yeah. When, when, there, when there's like a draft Mitch thing going on. Yeah, there were a couple of former staffers or people around Mitch that were close to him that kind of put together a uh, get Mitch to run kind of uh, just push i mean they had social media they put out a couple uh maybe even a website i think but i thought it was for governor or what he didn't want to do that so now just i mean it's just that's true. that for was for governor yeah yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah he's been there done that done yeah. it twice yeah so the, the you don't think he has any interest then in running for u.s senate probably probably just sort of a mild casual interest like oh, i could be probably a senator like hey no i'm going to florida and go golf yeah because if this were me and i saw this i would say this would give me basically two years of having people tell me how much they need me to do something and then Maybe I'd do it if they told me they needed me enough. But you don't think you don't think he's got any any no. inkling to because he doesn't want it, doesn't want to do it. Been there, done that. I mean, he's already he's held a public office. He's worked in the White House, worked for for George uh, W. Bush, uh, ran a university. He's like 75, 76 years old. I just like he's got a house in Florida, a member of an exclusive private golf club. I just go to Florida, relax, you know, hang out with my daughters and grandchildren, and lovely wife, and call it a day. Mike, it's part of this too because these uh, underachievers that you hang out with, Banks and Hollingsworth and Sparts and Rokita, <laughs> these guys desperately need to be in public office of some sort, right? And it's part of it too. With if your Daniels are going, well, look, the legacy of me is A, B, and C. And as long as I don't do anything else, the legacy of me will always be A, B, and C. And let's throw out the fact that he supported one of the largest tax increases in state history that goes that goes on forever to pay for the stadium for a billionaire to have a free football stadium. I mean, let's 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 not even talk about the reality of it. The legacy or the idea of Daniels is well, he cut every tax known to man. He was a government reformer, and he this and he that. If you get back in the race, you know people like Rokita or Sparts. They're pretty cutthroat. They're not going to just give you a free pass. Yeah, that's right. I mean, his legacy is a good one. I think if you ask most people around Indiana, they they gen genuinely think well of Mitch Daniels. I don't know why his wife or his family would want him to go back into the uh, the battle zone of of politics, especially for a contentious uh, state or U.S. Senate seat. So, and then think about it too. It, he's out in Washington. I mean, if you've ever been to Washington, it's a it's a beautiful place from the perspective of the history. But it, to work there, it's not. It's a swamp. It is created malaria for politics. It, it really. <laughs> It really is. I mean, it's not this glamorous job that a lot of people think it, especially in, uh, uh, if you're in the House of Representatives. I mean, you're you're getting red eyes. You're flying back and forth all the time. Uh, you you don't see your family. It's not a it's not a fun job from a job perspective. To what Abdul was saying, I was I would think Mitch is 75, 76 years old. He's thinking, okay, I want to just go live out the rest of my life with my family, be comfortable. Um, my legacy is already, you know, cemented. I, I don't see why he would want to do it unless he has some just really principled uh, desire to serve his nation. I mean, maybe if the, if that's it, then okay, yes, I have but only one life to give for my yeah. For my Nathan Pitt, little Nathan yeah. uh, Nathan, Nathan Hale. Hale. Hale Nathan Hale yeah, yes yeah, yeah. Nathan Hale yes yeah. So you know that's wasn't the producers Nathan. <laughs> Nathan Lane, yeah. <laughs> Nathan Lane, also in the birdcage. Very close, Abdul. Very close. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, if, if you're – man, that's pretty that's – are you surprised at how – are either one of you surprised at how overwhelming that was in favor of Daniels, or is that just legacy? Like, no, we, but, no, we but, always remember things more fondly than they actually no, were. No, but, but it's like I told you before, 
if you go back and look at uh, look at primary votes in Republicanism and Republicans in Indiana, the establishment, quote unquote, as you like to call them, is about forty percent yeah. of the electorate. It was Dick Lugar got forty percent, uh, Dan Coats got forty percent, Westminster Daniels thirty six forty. Yeah, that's interesting. Forty forty percent. He walks in with that forty percent. Uh, of sort of base of support. Now, Beckwith, as the, the conservative voice of the state of Indiana, you can't let Daniels win, right? I mean, you can't let let a tax raiser like Daniels uh, represent me in <laughs> well, Washington. Well, here, here's the deal. Uh, Would you got, support we, Mitch Daniels in a primary? Well, I probably, I, I don't know, probably not. I, I, I think we can, I think we're moved past him. And it's not because I don't like Mitch. I think Mitch did, did a, a lot of great things. But I, I think we're in a different season of politics than the the Reagan era. I think Mitch is a Reagan Bush kind of era Republican. We are in a cutthroat. It, this is not Tip O'Neill's Democrat right. Party. You got to be a little nasty. I mean, it, we're fight. This is an ideological war that we're in, and we see how crazy the left has gotten in the last ten years. I mean, they're telling little boys in public schools that they can be girls, and little girls that they can be little boys. I mean, this is how warped their thinking is. Mitch Daniels, I don't think, has the backbone to be the fighter that we need in the in that ring. So that's why probably I would say we need we need to move on and find somebody that can be a fighter, which goes back to Rakita being a fighter. He is he's one of those fighters. But to your point about tax cuts and tax raises, yeah. So we've got a guy running for governor right now that wants to cut taxes for a lot of people in Indiana, and you've been giving him a hard Ooh. time over who <laughs> Doden. Oh yeah, you mean the legalized <laughs> vote buying scheme? Yeah, that's uh, he wants that's to cut brilliant. taxes for I don't uh, know yes. how many thousands of teachers in he, it. He and you're against it. it Let the it, record it, it, show, it, Rob Kendall is against tax cuts. It must have been like the Dead Sea Scrolls, where he found a dictionary <laughs> that had been buried for centuries, and in that dictionary it said "teacher," the definition better than everyone else. <laughs> if you're a cop, a fireman, a plumber, a carpenter, a radio broadcaster, just, a nurse, a dentist, or whatever, well, screw you. But if you're a teacher, no taxes of any kind. Hell is freezing over because Rob Kendall is against a tax cut. Just let everybody know that this is what's happening right now. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will, too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Rob Kendall, Abdullah Keeps Your Boss, Micah Beckwith. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Okay, so you guys mentioned something earlier in regard, we're talking about this poll that shows if Mitch Daniels ran for U.S. Senate, he would enter as an overwhelming favorite in the Republican primary. You guys mentioned about the families, and you, Micah, have run for a federal office. Abdul, you're hopefully getting ready to run for a, a big-time office. What is the conversation with the family like like mike i'll let you go first since you've already done this and it is a federal office like what is the conversation with the family like when you decide whether to run or not well i think the first thing you gotta you gotta have that honest conversation with your spouse to say are you ready for this because the arrows are going to come flying and and uh, i know with with my wife susan you know it was a lot of prayers it was a uh we certainly were very intentional about having a conversation and saying this is going to be this is going to be a battle. Now, in in my case, it was quick. I mean, we 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 she we had talked about it over the years like, "Hey, maybe the Lord's leading us into this public service uh life." But but when when I actually got into the 
the race for Congress, it was because of Susan Brooks's vote for the Equality Act that just basically that it was it was a really it was 24 hours. I was like, I can't believe she voted for something that awful. And uh, so you were running before she was not running. Yeah, yeah, we were, we got into. So to I basically have yeah. you to thank for flushing Susan Brooks from Congress. <laughs> well, we should I name don't... a street after you. <laughs> I don't know if How about I mean, all that? maybe a plaque. I don't know about a street, but you know, a plaque outside WIBC or something. But no, I uh, yeah. So we we were laying the groundwork to to primary her, and then she came out and said that she was uh, she was. Now, Abdul, you threw your wife a giant party before you asked her. <laughs> well, in, in in part, that was that was sort of part of the part of the part of the long term. <laughs> Short-term, short-term strategy in all this. What does that conversation go like? I mean, if you don't mind revealing, what what are you talking about? What have you talked about? Here's how the first how the first part of this conversation went. Negro, have you lost your natural mind? <laughs> That's how the first part of this conversation went. <laughs> and has it gotten any better? Uh, it's gotten better. But uh, the, when I first brought up, she was like, "Seriously." Really, for real, and she didn't use the word Negro either. Oh, just, just okay. Just, just let you guys. Know. Okay. Mom does not use that word very often. Very but, nice. But that kind of sort of took her off. Like what? Very nice. You, Mayor? No. Like, <laughs> sweetie, just, just hear me out here. We, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. And, and I, I think I told you the story, uh, Rob. Uh, I told her, like, sweetie, look, because my wife is a massage yeah. therapist. That's what she does. Like, sweetie, look, like, look at all the work you'll get as a massage therapist. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, because all the people be trying to get to me through you. Yeah. No. So, so her thing was, so, so what she said is, you can run for mayor and I have to work harder. Yes. And with you, there's always a scheme or a scam <laughs> afoot, which is wonderful. Uh, there was a second part to this poll other than the U.S. Senate. Uh, Bellwether Research did uh, the polling, and uh, they polled for governor, too. Now, I was told by somebody close to Mike Braun, and by the way, I got to give Braun's people credit. I've said some very mean things about Mike Braun's voting record as a state uh, representative, and they still texted me directly for some reason. That this is the uh, their internals uh, are very close on this. They have Braun at twenty five, Rokita at nine, Crouch at seven, Hollingsworth at six, Doden at three. Gee, guess making teachers better than everyone else isn't playing so good in the Republican How? primary there, Micah. How, how's Unsure doing? Uh, and Unsure at uh, 40%. So Unsure is the front runner. Yeah, well, so, again, they put Rokita in here. Have either one of you heard anything about Rokita running for governor? Uh, there, there's a, there's always a possibility that, that Todd may try to run for for the U.S. Senate. I doubt he'd run for the Senate, uh, but may, may try to run uh, for governor. Um He's he's a statewide. He's a known Republican, so naturally you, you throw his name in the ring, right? As as a, as a possibility. So when he was like what nine percent? Yeah, nine percent. And I would think, Micah, again, um, these underachievers are the people you usually hang out with on the uh, <laughs> supposed conservative side. Uh, Rokita's voters would tend to be more for Braun than say Crouch. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Right now, because I I think the hurdle Suzanne has to get over is that she's going to be seen as Holcomb 2.0. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, that's a, going to be a hard hurdle. And I've, I've actually told that to her and she knows that she recognizes that. And, and so she's going to have to overcome that somehow. But, but yeah, I think Rakita and Braun are probably the two anti Holcomb guys that, you know, most people would look at them and say, at least, at least they're way better than, than Holcomb would be. Now you can obviously disagree with that, but that's the, uh, I think that's the general kind of sentiment out in the conservative. Yeah, uh, so let's world. operate in a world where Rokita's not running and most of his votes go to Braun. I mean, he's got, according to this, again, who knows, but like a 25-point lead over Suzanne Crouch. That 
that seems like a pretty Abdul. I'll go to I'll go to you first on this. This seems like a pretty large advantage, but maybe it doesn't even matter right now because so many people listed unsure. A uh, A doesn't matter right now. Like I said, it's 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 a beauty contest, is what it is. Just sort of let you know where everybody. That's sort of, the best we could do. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but also too, I, what I what I would keep in mind is when when the when the poll was done. Rob, we're, there was already talk about Braun running for governor, so right. Braun was already at sort of the sort of the word of mind on, on, on the on the right. back of, at the back of everybody's head. Suzanne didn't officially announce until last week. Yeah, so this poll was done before yeah. that. Yeah, so right. so you got to take that. Out. And also, that's another thing too to keep in mind is when you do, is when you do your poll, is when you do your time because when we did our poll, I purposely uh, did not include the sexual harassment allegation yeah. against Diego Morales because that would have totally skewed right skewed everything. Right, so like no, let's just leave that. We, we sort of bifurcated that, just did the, did the regular poll and left the sexual assault uh, allegations out of that poll. I have a question for both of you because I am fascinated by this. If you are Eric Doden, what is your path to winning? Like, I mean, let's face it, 3%. And again, look, I get, again, I get that it's early, but you're at 3% and you're running against a guy who's going to have infinite money and you're running against a woman who is going to have more money than you. And yes, he's raised a sizable amount of money, but like, what is... What is the path? The, the the path for Eric Doden is, goes through rural Indiana because that's what he has been focusing on. Uh, his his entire – when I interviewed him, oh, gosh, months ago, uh, he spent a lot of time talking about rural Indiana. Not yeah. so much – he didn't know he didn't ignore Indianapolis, Evansville, Fort Wayne, but he was more about rural Indiana, rural investment, and proving that we're sort of rural rural quality of life. Uh, Suzanne kind of does the same thing. She just says, come on, just say rural Indiana. She says, want, she wants to improve quality of life for all, for all Hoosiers. She loves the broadband that was passed with the uh, giant tax increase on truckers, and she talks about the broadband a lot but never mentions the tax increase. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. the, the, the tax increase that was actually upheld by the courts. That's right. Yeah, so I remember that. Well, what, there's never any, been anything legal about taking as much from people as humanly possible. Yeah, I, I'll send you a copy of the federal court decision. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Micah, what, you know Doden. What, what, what does he see as his path? to re-election well, I think or what, to election. Yeah, what Abdul said, he's really focusing on on just uh, prosperous rural Indiana. And I think that'll play well in some of those communities. Um, he is going to sell himself as a uh, Mitch Daniels, Mike Pence kind of combination. So he's he's got the conservative backbone to stand, on, uh, stand up for the social issues that conservatives really uh, are passionate about. But he's also got the economic prowess of a Mitch Daniels to be able to you know, push our state into an even better economic uh, situation that we're in now. So, so I think that's kind of his, that's how he's selling himself to people when he's out there talking. And, and don't count him out. I mean, to Abdul's point, it's real early, and and Doden is very good in front of people. I mean, he's a he. I've I, I've I know him personally. He's very good at listening. He's very good at communicating, and so I would And he's and he's fundraising a lot. I mean, he. I've, what last quarter, two quarters ago, he was the top fundraiser um, in the entire state for the Republican. Party. No, I hope he stays in. If the, if he is going to have continual, if he's going to continually have great ideas like uh, no taxes for <laughs> teachers, it'll be show content for days. I hope he stays in the uh, the entire time. Let I'm the record show, Rob Kendall is against tax cuts. Cheering for him. <laughs> uh, real quick before we uh, go, Abdul, you interviewed Suzanne Crouch, right? Yes. Um, she doesn't seem to have an answer. For the people like me, and we've talked about this, and the, the what I mean by that, and my, I th- lump Micah into this as well, even though Micah was totally wowed with her charm and general ch- charisma, and I must be suffering from some sort of mass hypnosis, which is, what? how do you explain the six years of supporting 
Holcomb. Easy. Like, it, I, I, easy. I've, I've told you this before. <clears throat> Eric's governor. <clears throat> Suzanne is lieutenant governor. Yes, lieutenant, she works for me. Yes, that's the, correct. The, 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 <laughs> she doesn't work for Holcomb. We can agree with that, right? She, Holcomb is not. Uh, she works for the taxpayers. So the, the lieutenant governor will always <clears throat> will always defer to the governor. Now, if you got some issue or concern, you express them privately. That's what you do. You, you're like, hey, governor, I think you should do this or this. I think you're really screwed up. Uh, ultimately, it's your decision, but I want to let you know where I came from. And, and those are conversations you have sort of privately, you know, behind behind closed doors. You don't necessarily air all your dirty laundry out in public. Because if you do that, then that becomes a story. You're shaking your head, Micah. Well, I th- that's exactly what she did. And I, and I actually expressed this to her when I talked to her. I said, that was a mistake. Because what Eric Holcomb did in 2020, 2021, is he usurped the constitutional authority of the governor and the executive branch. And the, the lieutenant governor should be, at, at the very last resort, it's, the lieutenant governor's office is a firewall to protect the people. It's a constitutionally elected office. And you can't see it as I work for the governor. You see it as I work for the people. And the moment the governor does something as egregious as what Holcomb did, Lieutenant Governor Crouch should have been out there publicly saying, this is unconstitutional. We cannot support this as a party and as Hoosiers. We have to stop this. And I get it. It would have caused a lot of tension between her and the governor in that moment. But but from what I've heard is there's tension between her and the governor right now anyway because she was really upset that he vetoed the women's sports bill. And, and so there's been a lot of, I think, tension behind closed doors. She should have brought it out to the public light so the public could have been aware of what she believed. But now she's coming, kind of coming back, at, you know, in the, you know, in the final hour, saying, "Oh no, I was, I was against that privately," and we're, you know, and that's the, right. that's the hurdle that she's going to have to overcome. It's like, oh, were you really? Because we didn't hear that. All right, well, you two did such a fine job this week. We'll bring you back for next week because we're going to put a bow on twenty twenty two. Abdullah keeps you buzz. Micah back with. Thank you. I was going to be here. Hey, thanks. Freedomfoodsindiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. Freedomfoodsindiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love Freedomfoodsindiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. Freedomfoodsindiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdul Kim Shabazz, Micah Beck with the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, find Abdul on Twitter at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, at A-T-T-Y-Abdul, and be sure to bookmark his fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org. Meme on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall, and you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Abdul Kim Shabazz and Micah Beck with, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.